Welcome to episode number 35 of the Advanced Training Podcast. We're going to start this one off with a question. What if I told you that I could give you a program that could add 20 pounds to your bench press max, 30 pounds to your deadlift max, and 40 pounds to your squat max in a three-week period? Would you think I was a liar? Would you think that the people we did this with uh, would have to be novice athletes who had no idea how to lift and then they learned a couple te techniques and it jacked up their weight? Would you think that we had to, you know, put a couple of needles in guys and or have them pop some pills so that they could use these uh, performance-enhancing drugs to get these numbers? Well, the truth is we did this. We did this with 10 guys over a three-week period. These 10 guys were veteran lifters. They've lifted before. They lifted with me. They were part of the program. And they did it as part of a program called the Holy Grail of Strength. Remember, in a couple of episodes ago, we talked about the secrets of strength. And if you remember the secrets of strength, training was the, I'd say, the fourth most important thing. So there's a couple of things you'd have to really master before you get to this level. But I couldn't talk about those things first because you guys might fall asleep on me. And remembering this pyramid, it starts with breathing, then sleep, then nutrition, then training, then recovery. But I'm starting with training because I know this is what guys want to hear about most. This is the program that people have asked me for most. I get emails a lot. Coach, give me that program. Hand it to me. Well, I'm doing it right now. So what is this program? It's a minimalist approach. It's simple, and it's taken the best features of many other programs that we've experimented with over the last 20 years. Thing number one, we're going to train three days a week. Full body training three days a week. We're not doing back and buys uh, or chest and tries or whatever people do. There's no body split here. For us, this is three-day-a-week training. All three days of the week, it's full body training. And we're going to focus on the big three every day. Every day, we're going to bench, squat, and deadlift. Every day, we're going to bench, squat, and deadlift. And we're going to do only two sets of five for each of those movements. There's, I'm sure there's a, a lot of whys or hows, and I'll get to all of them. But I'm going to repeat that again. So three days a week. Some form of bench squat and deadlift all three days. Do the same one. Don't change the, the type of bench pressure doing all three days. Do two sets of five. And you're, you're not going to feel... And I'm sure the first question is, Man, I will not be able to walk if I squat three days a week. I will not be able to walk if I squat, deadlift, and bench all three days a week. You will. Why? Because we're going to start with 65% of your projected one rep max. We're going to start light. We're going to keep the weight light... And then every lift in that week, you're going to add five pounds to that lift. So that'll help you not feel buried. And at the same time, it's going to help you optimize your movement patterns. Let me explain the weight. Then I'm going to explain the reasons. So the weight, just so people don't freak out. Imagine that you are able to bench press 325 as a one rep max. Well, if you started at 65% of your max, day one on bench press, you're going to use 215. Day two, you're going to add five pounds. That's 220. Day three, you're going to add five pounds. That's 225. Bang. Easy. That's lightweight. You're not going to be burnt. You're going to be able to do it three days a week, and you'll have time to recover between your lifts because you're only lifting three days a week. Now, when you get to week two, instead of adding five pounds to 225, we're not going to go that route. We're not going to go 230. It gets too fast, too quick in terms of uh, the, the, weight, the weight that adds. It's good for the short term, but it's not going to be a nice long-term gain. The way we want to do it next is we only want to add 5 pounds to the week, the weight that we did at the beginning of week 1. So if I started at 215, day 1 
Week two, I start at 220. Day one, week three, I start at 225. So now we don't go up in this linear progression of weight. We go up and down, up and down. In the strength training world, this is referred to as undulating periodization. So we're kind of doing we're putting undulating periodization on a week-by-week -week basis in this holy grail of strength. Hopefully, this is this sounds simple enough. Three weeks of lift. Sorry, yeah, three three lifts a week. All all week you're doing bench squat and deadlift. You're doing two sets of five for each one of those movements, and you're starting with 65% of your projected one rep max. And you're adding five pounds a day. That's it. It's that simple. So let's talk about the why. Right? There's three whys. The first one I talked about before was you're getting really good at executing those movements by doing them three days a week. You're basically doing it. Well, you're not basically. You're literally doing it for the entire program. Right? So if I'm doing the back squat three days a week, I should be getting pretty good at the back squat. If I'm doing the bench press three days a week, I should be getting pretty good at the bench, the bench press. This is optimizing my motor patterns. Some people would call it smoothing the groove. And we're starting with light enough weight that A, you can recover, and B, you can focus on your technique. Now, when you go through these first workouts, you might feel like it's a joke. Good! Who cares? Training is restraint. Let's get good at practicing these movements. When you go to the gym, it should be practice. You shouldn't be burying yourself every time you go to the gym. You really also need to be able to recover early, and th these workouts shouldn't be destroying you every time you go in. So go with the 65%. It's going to build up. It's obviously going to get tougher over time, but you want to start light. You want to start light so you can get the movement patterns in. The other part of this is that eventually, and I, I'm not going to say it's not going to take too long, we're going to get this intramuscular tension, right? So we're going to have to really squeeze and brace and get this intramuscular tension when we get to, I'd say, maybe the 70%, 75% weight, and that's going to happen quickly. So you're not going to be doing super lightweight all the time. It's going to happen, and then it's going to get a little harder, it's going to get a little harder, and you're going to start to feel it, I'd say, by the end of that three-week training cycle. The third thing would be time under tension. By doing this three days a week, you are increasing your time under tension for all those lifts. And really, the truth of the matter is, when you put those three things together, it is a recipe for success. Optimizing your movement pattern, intramuscular tension, and time under tension. And this program is giving you that. So again, I'll say it again. I'm sorry if I'm being repetitive. Actually, I'm not sorry about it. But I want to just reiterate how simple this is. You lift three days a week. You squat, you bench, and you deadlift two sets of five. You start at 65% of your match, max, and you repeat it. You do it for three weeks straight. That's it. That's the program. What do you do on the fourth week? My recommendation on the fourth week is to do stuff to get the boredom out of your system. right? Because people are going to say, I can't do that. I'll be bored to death. Do things that you wanted to do during that fourth week that... You didn't do during the first three weeks. And don't do anything stupid to like, don't, don't one rep max bench press or one rep max squat. Don't do anything dumb that's going to hurt you and set you back. I would say do things, if you're a guy that likes to have sick biceps, do a healthy dose of arms. You know, if you're feeling really good, do some things that you, that you didn't do during those three weeks to get it out of your system. It's almost like your cheat day. Because when you get back to the next phase on that, that fifth week, 
you want to go right back to the same routine of bench squat and deadlift three days a week, two sets of five. And you, what you do is you just add, depending on how you felt, don't go too fast. Say you started at 215 on week one, day one on bench press. If you felt sick and it was super easy, you go up 10 pounds. It's 225. If it was hard, only go five pounds. Start at 220. And you can continue this. If you're going with this undulating periodization, you're going to continue to progress a lot longer and a lot further with consistency than if you tried to go up on this linear path. So I will say that we didn't arrive at this uh, it wasn't a beautiful thing the first time we did it. The first time we did it, we started at 80% of our max, and we added 5 pounds to every single workout. So it'd be like, there was no undulating periodization. It was a linear path. And guys got strong, but guys got torched. I felt like death. I, and my, I did this with them. I felt like death doing this stuff. Yeah, I got strong, but my body was beat up. And the truth of the matter is, it's a, it's a lot for your body to take. And look, for, at least for me, my job of training has always been about performance. Strength, to me, is a great foundation of performance, but we are not professional powerlifters. We're not professional Olympic weightlifters. And our goal was really not about adding this poundage. It was to be able to perform better in our sport, perform better in life. So it, there's only so long you can go with this before your body breaks down, and I don't want to feel like crap in between my work. And it should be stated that your muscles progress at a faster rate than your tendons do. So it's not always in your best interests to have your muscles get all jacked up and your tendons can't keep up because you're going to end up getting injured. So don't do it. That's why we, we bump this thing back. 65% of our weight is our starting point and use the undulating periodization to get us to that, uh, that next level or that next phase without feeling like crap and still being able to move. So I know there's a there's a million counter arguments to this program, right? The weight's too light. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. I'm an athlete. I can't just get strong. And there, there's some valid reasoning behind all, all of this. So I'm going to tell you the, the full parts of this program. We don't just go in and squat, bench, and deadlift. We do that. That's the core of the workout. I'm going to tell you the whole thing we do and exactly how, how we do it and why. So we come in. We start off the workout with, I'd say, a jump rope challenge. It, it, it's, it excites the central nervous system, it gets your body ready to go, and it also helps take advantage of the state that your body is in that day. So let me talk about what the challenge is first. It could be uh, touches in a minute, right? You set the stopwatch, you do as many touches as you get in a minute. Or you say, uh, how, many, how long does it take me to get 100 reps? You're basically pushing your body to its fullest extent in a very short amount of time. So it's not going to wear you out, but it's going to let you know where your body is that day. So I go in and I do these jump ropes. I have a pretty good indication of, all right, this is how I feel. It, and I, you, you track it every week. So if last week, I don't know, I got 230 touches in a minute, and this week I got 250, I might be having a good day today. Or the opposite, okay, this is going to be a rough day. I need to hunker down. So that, But it's also a means to get our competitive juices flowing right at the beginning of the workout. After that's done, and we don't do a lot of it, this is not a conditioning workout, this is a strength workout, we then go next into Olympic lifts or some sort of jumping or throwing exercise. It's really some sort of dynamic, powerful movement to work on our explosiveness. Because for, as to be an athlete, if you're just really strong and you can't move, well, it, it's useless, right? So for us, we are taking the same three concepts of intramuscular tension, time under tension, and optimizing your motor pattern with our, the explosive movement. And we're doing the same explosive movement three days a week, 
all for the entire phase for that three-week training. So for example, in the program I'm in right now, we are doing one-arm dumbbell hand cleans. Lightweight, but the same program every day. We're adding five pounds to the lift, but we're really working on smoothing the groove, getting good at hand cleaning. Bang. Done. So we do our jumps, we do our explosive movement, and then we do our squat, bench, and deads. Same thing, two sets of five, three days a week, life is good. And then we finish, we finish with some sort of high rep movement. Now there's a reason for this, because th the reality is uh, you can write a program all you want. You can put percentages all you down all you want. But there's no way that me predicting adding that five pounds every workout is really what your body's going to need on that specific day. There's a bunch of other mechanisms out there where you can tell what your body is ready to do in the gym. Hopefully, and they're way better than the jump rope one, but they're a little more scientific and they may require some tools or methodology that we don't have, or maybe it's something you can't figure out on your own. But for us, we want to stick to that prescription so you stay the course and you have a plan. It's better to follow that plan than to not have a plan at all, right? A good plan is better than no plan. So the one that we have is a good plan for you for a three-week period. But this last part, this hypertrophy, it really helps you capitalize on the state of your body for the day. And I'd say it's hypertrophy just because it's, it's high reps. It's a high rep movement. So imagine it could be pull-ups. It could be inverted rows. It could be push-ups. Add something in that is going to help you take advantage of your state of the body for that day. Because it may be that your body's killing it, but the weight that you had that day was way too light. Cool. You did it, you got better, you practiced at those three techniques, and then you could finish with a set of pull-ups. Repeated reps, leave one or two in the tank. I'm going to say for me personally, last week, um, creeping up on 42 years old, I PR'd on pull-ups. I hit 48 pull-ups after this workout, and I, I have to believe, I have to believe that it's part of how good I'm feeling because the weight's relatively light for everything else. I'm getting my, my movements back. I'm feeling great, feeling healthy. And it's just a, it's a good way to finish the workout because when you finish, now you've also left the gym in a state of, I did everything that I could do. It's the, when you walk out of the gym, the last thing you do is what you're going to remember. And for our guys, they want to come into the gym and kill themselves every single time. And with the weight load that we're using, especially in the beginning, 65% is not enough. You're, you pro if you didn't do that last thing, whatever it is, you're probably going to leave feeling like, I did nothing. This guy's holding me back. Coach, you're holding me back, man. You're screwing me over. I've heard it a million times. So you want to end with this thing. You want to end with something that's going to make you challenge yourself. And maybe the weight wasn't light enough. or Maybe you're peaked up today, and then you hit it on that other thing. Now, for me, it was pull-ups. I left the gym feeling like a champ because I PR'd. And to be honest, yeah, the other stuff wasn't heavy enough, but it's going to be. It's going to be soon enough. So this is the program. Now, guys are going to say, well, look, man, what about getting injured, right? What about overuse? Well, the, the beauty of what we do is we always have an A and a B. We have an A and a B to everything. So we jump rope, and then in between our sets of squat, bench, and deadlift, the We'll have, an, we'll have a B. The A, sorry, that the squat, bench, and deadlift are actually the B. The A is some sort of prehab mo or mobility work. So before every squat, we'll do some sort of prehab work for the lower body, the hips, the ankles, something to that extent. For every set of bench, we'll do some prehab work for our shoulders, our pecs, our chest, 
things of that nature. For deadlift, the same thing. We will try and activate the glutes or work on some mobility movement or flexibility movement right before we get into the deadlift. So we're constantly working on things to prevent injury during those times. Or we could be working on muscular imbalances, single leg, negative single leg squats, single leg squat and touches, things that can help us or, you know, I'd say unilateral movements that'll help us perfect these bilateral movements that are squats, bench, and deadlifts. For explosion, what I like to do, the A and the B, I like to, I like to pair the explosive movement with an isometric movement related to the core. So it's really a, a weird counterbalance. So I want to activate my core, maybe it's a, a plank hold, maybe it's some sort of a pal-off hold, something to that extent, but I want to do that brace myself and then go into explosion. Do that, brace myself, then go into explosion. So that's the back and forth between the that that first part of that explosive movement. So think about this. You are getting you're getting everything that you need. There's nothing that's missing and I don't think you need to add much more. People could say, well there's a so much missing. But yeah, but the beauty is that when you're doing it in this way, you're really not missing the core of what you need and at the same time it is building this incredible foundation for strength which is the point of this secrets of strength to get that foundation for strength because if you are strong you can be fast if you're strong you can be jacked if you're strong you could be anything we want to get that foundation of strength to give you everything that you're gonna need after we're done with our hypertrophy movement then we go and I'm giving you the exact program then we go into our decompression, uh, I'll say cool down, quote-unquote, stage where we are now trying to get our body back into its parasympathetic state. So we stretch we to one breath in through our nose, one breath out through our nose for each one of these movements. And I like to hold my breath in between. So if it's a, a four-second breath in through my nose, I hold it for four seconds and I breathe out for four seconds. That's one movement. Then I go to the next one. And as part of this decompression period will also hang from a bar to decompress the spine again working on the breathing techniques and then we'll also hang upside down from one of those well, we can really be upside down but yeah I guess it is it's the decline bench press machine where you'd hang with your feet in your hands over your head so they're almost touching the floor and you're just doing that same breathing technique over and over again I'd say four I'd say about four to five reps of that maybe Joe DeFranco calls it box breathing where you're just getting that breathing in, decompress, and that is your workout. So let's talk about how this happens long term, right? This was just, if we just talked about this in isolation, that's a three-week period. How does this happen long term? Well, the first thing that you do, I mentioned it before, was with the weights, you jack them up. Not a lot. I shouldn't say jack them up. You slightly bump them up between five or ten pounds each phase, depending on how well you killed it the phase before. And I would urge you, do not go too fast. That is the biggest mistake. Take your time. Training is restraint. Training is restraint. Don't go too fast. I would never add more than 10 pounds unless you completely whiffed on that first assessment of what your one rep max would be. So go slow. Thing number two, I would continue with that same movement as long as I could before it became a nightmare. Meaning, I'm going to keep rocking that bench press, flat bar, say it's flat barbell bench press. Keep progressing with this undulating periodization, five-pound increase uh, every day of the week for as long as you can until it starts to feel like a nightmare. Then you can change it up for the next phase. 
right? You go to your next phase. Maybe it's incline bench press. Maybe it's dumbbell incline bench press. Maybe it's a dumbbell flat press with one arm. I don't care. That is where you can get your variability in between phases. And then stick with that until it becomes a nightmare. That is the long-term goal of this thing. Uh, well, that's the long-term approach to this thing because, yeah, you're not going to be able to do this forever, and you will need some variability, but I really would like you to work on that movement as long as you can to be able to optimize the movement pattern. If you happen to be in some competitive, uh, you know, lifting environment where it's, you know, it's optimal that you are barbell bench pressing, well, then do it. Maybe take a couple of cycles off and then go back to barbell bench pressing, but you can have as much fun with this thing as you want. And for me, the squat portion, it could be any form of a squat. I would even include in that, if you don't want a squat or if you want to mix it up, unilateral work. It could be a Bulgarian split squat. It could be a reverse overhead lunge. It could be whatever you want. Have fun with this stuff so that you aren't completely bored out of your mind, but at the same time, have the right, I'll say, this mindset of consistency. Stick to that for that phase. Stick to it for that phase. All right, so let's just do a recap of what this thing looks like, the exact workout. You go into the gym, you warm up, you then go right into some sort of competitive jump rope, I don't know, section. Whatever it is, keep it simple. Don't get so tired that you can't do your workout. Then you're going to go into an explosive period. It could be jumps, throws, Olympic lifts. Pair that, A, with the B of some sort of core movement that is an isometric hold or a quasi-isometric hold where you are planking or doing a hold. Then you will get right into your squat, bench, and deadlift, two sets of five, pairing each one of those with some sort of prehab movement. Then you will go with your finisher, finish with one set of something that is a high rep movement. I don't care what it is, but it should be something that uh, is a high rep movement at least over eight to ten reps or something that takes you longer than I don't know 30 seconds to execute then lastly you're gonna finish with a decompression period where you breathe you work on your breathing you you kinda get the parasympathetic nervous system back to where you want it to be and that is the holy grail of strength if you like this episode please share it with someone leave a positive review also leave any feedback that you can about some some tweaks you're making to the system or anything you learned across the way uh, love to hear more from you guys thank you have a great rest of the day